This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. According to a new report, trained dogs can help detect coronavirus infections in schools. Cats can too, they just won't. Uh, Hey, I read that according to a sleep expert, if you want a good night's rest, your bedroom should be stark and bare. So apparently the best place to sleep is Bed Bath & Beyond. (laughs) A court in Germany ruled yesterday that the tenants of a building do not qualify for reduced rent because their landlord sunbathed naked in the courtyard. Said the judge, think of it this way, free sundial. All right, so I looked it up. I did a little research on Jerry Springer. We were uh, talking a little bit ago about the passing of Jerry Springer. And I found a clip of an interview with him on Joy Behar's talk show. Not The View, but she had like some show on CNN or something, didn't she? Yeah, a long time ago. I think she, did she take over for Larry King there for a while? I forget. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, he was being interviewed about the Jerry Springer show because, oh, I know what it was, that he was promoting the new show called Judge Jerry, which he did for a while, Mm -hmm. right? And so he kind of went in and talked about some of the little known facts. And uh, I think she had asked him, like, how many of the fights on his show were staged since we were just asking that very same question. Mm -hmm. And I, I was sort of... Because I had attended a couple of tapings and I was left with the impression that they were acting because they would go to commercial and then everybody would just calm down and sit down and wait for the cameras to turn back on. Yeah. Didn't we have people call in to us before and say that they were like on the show or paid to be on the show or. No, they, I don't remember they that. They gave them like a storyline. Yeah, I, I don't feel know. like we've had that before. Uh, How much of these fights are staged exactly? Come on. Oh, no, it, oh, no, no. It, if you're there, you see it's real. Now, they don't hurt each other. They pull each other's hair. I mean, there's security there. No one really gets hurt. But, no, they're really angry. Honestly, you could put these same people on Oprah, and they would behave perfectly well. It's that they, the only way you get on our show is by calling the show. The only way you know our number, we're not in the phone book is by seeing the number on the screen, which means you have seen the show a hundred times before to memorize it. Yeah. So it's showbiz and they all know it. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe that's it. You know, it attracts showbiz people or people who want to be on television. Sure. And they 
It's just like, hey, Jen, you know, this is what we're going to do. All right. You're going to be my you're going to be my girlfriend. I'm the girlfriend. And, uh, and you cheated on me. That's right. With me. With Fritch. Right. Who used to be um, a man or something. Because it felt like in the beginning. Right. It was Fritch very, used to be a man. There used like, to be a lot of that. Yes. It felt like in the beginning it used to just be like Jeff cheated on Jen with a woman. And then it was like Jeff cheated on Jen with a woman that used to be a man that's also Jen's mom or something like that. Like yeah. it was such an evolution of character. It was a, there was always a big twist. And yes. then at the end, you're going to reveal that you're pregnant. Of course I am. And I'm not the father. No, I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. We got it straight? <laughs> I think so. All right. And then we're just going to go and fight each other and pull yeah. hair. And yeah. I'm going to end up with one of your dreads in my hand. And it'll be just, it'll just be over okay. the top. You have a couple of breakaway dreads? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, you could just give me one and, you know, on the break. And I'll Act just like tell it. us which one sleeve. is. Which, yeah. one to, which one's a little loose right now. And you can pull it. There you go. If they <laughs> stopped fighting during the commercial, though. I know. That's why I left with I that impression. I feel like it was, it was not real. Because like, if it, it's real rage, you can't right, just stop if I'm that. Mad at at you, I don't stop for a three-minute break. And but then I'm go mad back. at you, and I want to fight with you, but only when the cameras are rolling. Why, you know, let's not waste it. And it's not a big studio audience, so you can hear everything that the directors are saying to each other. Mm-hmm. So if they had said something like, "All right, everybody, calm down, save it for the show," that would have been one thing. But right. they didn't. They didn't, didn't even do, do that. that. It was as if they were tra- trained. I hate to yeah. say it. Yeah. Well, and Coached. then did his show evolve to be the bodyguards show? Like, didn't the Steve Wilkos guy start his own show oh, as a yeah. spinoff of Jerry? Yeah, he did. And you know what? He just saw Jerry a month ago, and he said he had no idea he was even sick. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry. Well, you know, he was on Cincinnati City Council. That's right. He resigned in 1974. <laughs> Probably. Oh, Admitting to, uh, he admitted he solicited a prostitute and he got caught because he paid her with a personal check, which is probably the best Jerry Springer story of all the stories. Yeah, and he was he would go there. Like, if you asked him about it, say, Jerry, come on, man, we got to talk about the check. <laughs> this many years later, you'd think he'd be sick of talking about it. Yeah. You know, that was not my finest moment. <laughs> uh, that's it, interview over. But he would go there and he would just... Yeah. You'd take the yeah. hit and say, yeah. Yeah, I did it. I did it. It was dumb. Yep. But we didn't seem to mind here in Cincinnati because we reelected him the following year, and he was even chosen to serve a one-year term as mayor in 1977. Aren't we so forgiving? That's the thing about Cincinnati people I just love. It's not necessarily, it's like we know that you messed up. We accept you for all of your faults. We, we allow you, you to redeem yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We at least give you the opportunity. I feel like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, we give you a chance around here, which is nice. And and I th- I feel like he took it and he served the city well. He said during one of his comeback speeches, "A lot of you don't know anything about me, but I'll tell you one thing: you do know my credit is good." Yeah. <laughs> Was he still doing the news when you were a kid, Fritz? Like, did yeah. you watch him on Channel Five back in the day? So I do remember him and Norma Rashid. Like, growing up, like, when we would eat dinner, we would have our parents on. Yeah. Or when, you know, the TV were, was on with our parents. I remember the two of them. But I also kind of remember, I don't exactly know, but I feel like after school, he had some sort, like, he did, like, a local TV show, show first here. 
um, and that we would kind of watch it after school. And then he left that, and that's when he did, like, the more, you know, outlandish television show. Yeah, Jerry Springer's former co-anchor from Channel 5, Norma Rashid, uh, said something really sweet. I read it in the Inquirer. She said he was the best kind of friend you could have. Mm. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. I do love that. I do love this. He gave a commencement speech at Northwestern in 2008. (laughs) He said, to the students who invited me, thank you. I am honored. To the students who object to my presence, well, you've got a point. (laughs) I, I too would have chosen someone else. He said, let's be honest. I've been virtually everything you cannot respect. A lawyer, a mayor, a major market news anchor, and a talk show host. <laughs> Pray for me. If I, <laughs> if I get to heaven, we're all going. Oh, my I God. am the father of the destruction of Western civilization. Look, my show is stupid. It has no redeeming social value. It's, a, it's, it's an, an hour of escapism. But at least our show is reality. What we call reality shows today, it really isn't reality. And what I mean by that is it may be unscripted. But it's not reality. What you do is you create a situation that didn't normally exist. Mm. <laughs> He's not wrong. No. Yeah. Well. That just leads me to believe it was fake. But who cares? I mean, yeah. people watched it. I don't well, think anybody did. cared. Even if no. they suspected that it was, I think they just enjoyed it. Yeah. They, you know, they just found it entertaining that they're like, oh. I mean, well, that's I just like, crazy. 27 years it was on. I feel like he's the father of like background television, you know, like television that you don't necessarily always have to pay attention to. It's just you on. Can, yeah. You can just I mean, have if, it on. And if you hear something you know, starting how, to happen, yes. then you pay and attention. And that's how I feel about the Kardashians and Selling Sunset and all these other reality shows I watch. Yeah. I just like not thinking while I'm watching TV. And he kind of invented that. Right. Uh, well, in other E! News this morning, a sequel to 2004's Dodgeball movie is in the works with Vince Vaughn set to return. No word yet on whether or not Ben Stiller, Christine Taylor, or the rest of the original cast will be in it. It is still in the early stages. All that's known is it'll continue the story of Vaughn's character, Peter LaFleur, and his average Joe's gym. Yeah, that was a great movie. Dumb, dumb. I love that. Dumb. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Whoop. Yeah. Uh, all right. There's just some messed up movies coming. A Christmas slasher movie in the works called It's a Wonderful Knife. Oh, oh, great. I know it. You know how Happy Death Day was basically a horror take on Groundhog Day? Well, this is a similar takeoff on It's a Wonderful Life. A woman saves her town from a psychotic killer on Christmas Eve, but a year later, her life isn't great and she wishes she wasn't born. So she finds herself in a parallel universe where she wasn't, and things are way worse. The killer is back, and she has to, quote, team up with the town misfit to identify the killer and get back to her own reality. Well, there you go. You like those alternate universe or <laughs> type shows. I do. I don't, I do. You know. She doesn't like blood, though, so she might be out oh. on that. Well, yeah. and remember Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Is it getting a sequel? No, we're oh. getting a whole new take. This just sucks that Winnie the Pooh gets into the public domain, and this is what people are doing with it, right? He is now being turned into a drug-fueled hallucination in an R-rated series called Christopher Robin. 
Christopher is no longer an innocent kid with sweet-talking animal friends. Instead, he's a disillusioned New Yorker navigating his quarter-life crisis with the help of the weird-talking animals who live beyond a drug-induced portal outside his derelict apartment complex, The Hundred Acres. Jeez. <laughs> Sounds like a moneymaker. <laughs> wow. Boo. Where do I sign up? So there was wrong. no way. Who owned the rights to that? Was that Disney? I I don't think Pooh is Disney. No. So there was no way whoever the rights holder or yeah, the copyright I mean, holder became, could extend that yeah. with a fee or something. No. No. I, st- I still have. I found, you know, a couple of years ago when we went through my mom's house, I found uh, my poo from when I was a kid. So I have yeah. my, my poo in my closet. Sweet little poo. His little sweater's torn. Oh. I know. He's so mm. cute. And my Snoopy. Hmm. From when you were a baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lance Bass from NSYNC would like the world to know something. He got famous in NSYNC. Mm-hmm. They all did. But he did not get rich. Contrary to what you might think, Lance Bass, none of them, except for Justin Timberlake, none of those guys did. None of those guys got rich. And I believe this 100% because they all started going on like different reality shows and doing the most interesting things for money. Yeah. He said, I made way more money after InSync than I did during InSync. And the reason for that is because their shifty manager, Lou Perlman, and the record label they were on took the majority of our stuff. That's the quote. Wow. That sucks. Yeah, he's just horrible, horrible deals. Yeah, but I've heard horrible things about Lou Pearlman just in general. And, like, what a complete bleephole he was for a lot of people's careers. Isn't that funny? There seem to be a lot of shady types like that. Well, and he was sentenced to 25 years for fraud and died in prison in 2016. He was not not a good man. Yeah. So, anyway, any, any success or wealth those guys have was... Likely made after NSYNC, you know, just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. And then there's Justin. And then there is. Right. (laughs) All right. Songs to sing along to in the car. There was a poll. 2,000 people surveyed. Some of the best songs to sing along to in your next drive. Calm down. Calm down. The top 10. (laughs) We'll do the top 10. All right, when you get to number three, I'll play the okay. last three clips. Number 10, Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. That's one of my boyfriend's favorite Baby songs. I was born. Happy, Pharrell Williams. Oh, for sure. Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon. Oh. Mr. Brightside, The Killers. Mm-hmm. Go Your Own Way, Fleetwood Mac. I love that. Same. Bad Out of Hell, Meatloaf. Great song. Sweet Caroline. Oh. Neil Diamond, that's at number four. Number three. Okay. Wow. Uh, you one of your favorite bands? Here we go. Abba, number two. Oh. Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen. 
Number one is Queen. I'm driving at the speed of light. I want to make a supersonic man out of you. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. Don't stop me now. If you want to have a There you go. There's your playlist. There you There's your car playlist. Now you got it. It is 6.55. That is your latest E-News, and we'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a, I'm assuming, a $50 Burns gift Garden card Center, from yep. Burns Garden Center, even though the copy's written weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's coming up straight ahead. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hey, Terry. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? Great. It's Friday. It is it Friday. Is. Thank the good Lord for that one, right? <laughs> Get us out of here. Good <laughs> <through the> week. <laughs> <laughs> so, Terry, I got a $50 gift card for you from Burns Garden Center. Get that 11-inch hanging basket for just 12 bucks this weekend only while supplies last. But here's awesome. the deal. You first got to tell me which one of these headlines is the real one, Okay. Okay. Is it a man attacks mall cop with lollipop after he gets caught stealing edible underwear from Spencer's? Is it B, 7-Eleven cashier stops guy stealing a Slurpee with a two-by-four to the face? Or C, a woman attacked TSA agents for taking her apple juice? Um, I think I'm going to go with C. Did you say B or C? C. C, you're right. Yay! Yes. Good Correct. job, Terry. Yeah, this is a good reason for a five-year-old to throw a tantrum, but maybe not an adult. I don't know. <laughs> 19-year-old woman was arrested at the Phoenix airport on Tuesday for attacking not one, not two, three TSA agents. Wow. Because they wouldn't let her keep her apple juice. Uh-oh. She already opened it, huh? Uh, yes. Does it matter? Can you get on with apple juice or no liquids at all through the gate? Through the, you, if it's no, less, you can if it's less than a certain amount. Yeah, less than three ounces. So, like, if you have, like, a kid's cup. Like, like a Capri Sun? Yeah. I don't know how many ounces that is. That might be four. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. We actually had to pay attention to this because we, we, che- uh, we did not check our bags on that flight to Fort Lauderdale. Because it was a short flight, and we weren't going to be down there that long. Mm-hmm. So we carried on, but all of a sudden, we had to consider the liquids we were carrying, oh, which yeah. we never do before, because usually packed in sure. a suitcase. And I had to go like go on the TSA website yeah. and look it up, and I, I've already forgotten what it was, but I was making sure that all of my little toiletries were no more than, and I think Kristen took like a thing of Olay. Yeah. And it wasn't even, 
all the way full. She's like, but I don't have that much in the container. I'm just going to take it with me. And I'm like, you're going to get busted. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, I won't. I'm like, yeah, you are. And sure enough, her thing got pulled yep. over yeah. and they stopped her. And well, that's because thing. it's written on the label that it's like five ounces, six ounces, whatever. And right. they, they, you have to have it like three ounces or less on the label. Yeah. And the guy was nice about it. He's like, I know it's not full. And if it was just that, you could probably get away with it. But it's the container. And he's like, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she's like, man. Yeah. yeah. You got to buy it when you get there, Kristen. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, her name is Micaiah Coleman. She was going through security about 6 a.m. when they apparently seized the juice because of their policy on liquids. Uh, but she didn't just shrug her shoulders and walk away like Kristen did. She flipped out and walked around a barrier to grab the bin with all of her stuff in it. And they're like, hey, 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 no, wait, you can't do that. They wouldn't let her. So she jumped up on the table. Oh, boy. Hit a TSA agent mm, in the head. Not good. Ripped his shirt. Oh. And when they tried to restrain her, she punched a female TSA oh, agent. Jeez. Yanked the TSA agent's ponytail. And then a third agent jumps in, and she bites the third agent. Two agents actually ended up in the hospital. And 450 passengers were inconvenienced because when something like that goes down, they oh, shut the yeah. whole damn airport oh, down. Yeah. Wow. And everyone had to go to a different checkpoint and line up all over again. I oh, think my she's God. got some anger yeah. issues. There's something else going on there besides For apple sure. juice, right? Yeah, there's got to be. And it affected 450 people. Wow. Micaiah is facing charges for assault, criminal damage, disorderly conduct, might be looking at fines, too. You can get hit with up to $14,000 in fines for abusing a TSA agent, and since she abused three... Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's going to pay. That's it's a problem. add up. Jeez. Yeah, I know. She's going to be dealing with this now. Yep. For a while. Yep. Uh, it is 20 after 7 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, celebrating the life of Jerry Springer. This morning, yeah, passed away at the age of 79. And uh, we're going to look back on his life and uh, the kindness he showed a lot of strangers and the love we had for him here in Cincinnati as we continue. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.